You've dreamed of building a family, but the journey hasn't been easy. I'm Dr. Laura Shaheen, a reproductive endocrinologist helping people build families every day. On our new podcast, Baby or Bust, we'll be learning from both reproductive experts and people who have faced challenges just like yours. Join us every week for Baby or Bust, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us so you never miss an episode. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? Monday, May 13, 2019. Thank you for downloading. Let's get right to it, shall we? Come on, Jay. Come on, Jay. Come on, Jay. Sorry. The Notorious J-A-Y, everybody. I called, I'm doing good. I called you a touch early, and I apologize. Probably why I caught you off guard, right? Well, I'm watching Full Metal Jacket also. For what number of time, do you think? 50, probably. Yeah. The, the second part is terrible, but the first part... It's one of the great comedies in American history. Isn't that the one where the drill sergeant rips them a new asshole yes. in training? Yes. R. Right. R. Lee Ermy, right? Yes. A real drill, a real drill instructor. Epic. Here we go. I really wish they would uh, firmware upgrade this Roadcaster Pro so that our guests could hear the music, because you'd like how I faded it up right there. As the I thought you had that figured out. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have that figured out. As a matter of fact, I don't have life figured out, Jay. That's the well, problem. Where are we on your uh, illness? Are we? You know what? Are we? Are we in the twelfth round now? I believe there's about a minute and eight seconds left. The lead is twenty-five. The benches have been emptied, <laughs> and we are just mopping this thing up. I hope. <laughs> But I don't take it for granted because things can go sideways. Did if, you know? If, yeah, go yes. ahead. No, say if this was 1981 and you were in North Carolina, you would be running the four corners by now. Is that <laughs> where you are? Yeah. I said yesterday in the special Sunday Zabecast premium edition with Mr. X, who said he gets bronchitis every year, I said, look up the story of the Edmonton Oilers owner who has been battling a bronchial infection now for years and has not been seen in public, he just resurfaced and he looks like shit because he's had three sinus surgeries. a si- Not a bronchial infection, a sinus infection that has been antibiotic resistant. How? Wait, wait a minute. Let's go back to X. How do you get 
bronchitis every year. He says he does. It's not supposed to happen. I know. He's not the fittest or healthiest of individuals. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. That's there. Well, you're not supposed to live like that. Well, okay. I know. Sorry. It's no way to live. Uh, before we get going, we got to talk about that Kawhi Leonard shot, NBA playoffs, uh, Drake, uh, the Lakers situation, James Harden, the Kraft sex tape story has <laughs> now been updated. There's been a Baltimore TV anchor fired yes. in the wake of the mayoral scandal. Yeah. I want to talk about the color pink today, Doris Day masturbating to old school beauties and axe handle baseball bats. So we wow, have a lot a, to talk about today. That's a lot. That's a lot to take out of the chat. It's a lot Go. to cover. Okay, so let's get going. So there was an incident over the weekend that I just regaled my listeners on 980 with. I want you to weigh in. I was waiting for my daughter to come out of a drama practice at a at Fairfax High School. And there was about 20 minutes left in the practice. And I just was, I had pulled up into not a handicapped spot, but in the hashed zone between two handicapped spots. You know how they do that? They give you ample space to get a wheelchair or whatever out of a car. Yes. yes. Or a wheelchair van. I was in that hashed area and I was standing. I did not park and then walk in. I was actually, the car was running and I was there. My thinking was, well, it's Saturday morning. Probably nobody's going to roll up, but if they do roll up, A, they can pull into the handicap spots. I'll notice them, and certainly if they've got a wheelchair-accessible van, I'm going to get the hell You're out of the way. You're rolling out. Right. Right. Okay. So Susie Millennial, this girl, this child, rolls up with her handicap placard hanging from her rear view. It was a red handicap placard, which indicated Probably it was- Prominently displayed, yes. And it was red handicap, I noticed, which someone said is temporary- and she she gives me the arms up, palms up and disgusted look like what are you doing so i roll my window down she rolls her down and she's like you know you can't park there and i said yeah i know i'm just waiting for somebody to come out uh but i'm i'm going to move and she says well you know it's very rude and then rolls her window up and i said and i just laughed i i go okay I sit there and I watch her and I think, look here, Susie, you better come out of that fucking car with a cast on your leg. You better and have some limp. And you, a severe limp. You better have some goddamn crutches. That's all I right. know. Sure enough, she gets out of the car and walks unimpeded up to the school front, starts talking with a classmate. And I just laugh. I go, oh, okay then, what Sally is Righteous. Your here, chick? So. The urge I had, Jay, at that moment to calmly get out of the car, walk up to her and confront her like, don't look like you need this handicapped spot. What's up with that? Maybe I should call the DMV and tell them to revoke it. I wanted to do that because she pissed me off. She triggered me, as the kids would say. <laughs> for this for this specific reason, Jay, I'm a grown-ass fucking man. I pay taxes, all right? You are a goddamn child. Know your place in the world and tread fucking lightly. No? Am I wrong? You know, you're 100% right about that, which makes it, which you would harkens me back to another time uh, when we worked at the worst, we worked in the worst conditions in radio history <laughs> at a little station off Brookville Road. Yes. There was a rumor that someone called OSHA 
Oh, I've told this story. Oh, was it you? Did you really call OSHA? Oh, I was the one. <laughs> you never knew this? No, I heard the rumor. Yeah, I've told the story. Fall. I've told the story before. I'm sure people have heard it. Here's a quick version. Okay. <clears throat> the roof was leaking in this building that was not meant for radio studios, but they made them anyway. It was a square box, cinder block building, flat roof that had white gravel on the roof. A white gravel roof. Why? Why would? What's a gravel roof for, Jay? Do you have any idea? I have no idea. I, I have no idea. No. One year, the roof starts leaking, leaking badly. It begins to short out the boards and all the electronics at the radio station we were working at at the time. So our engineers decide to half-ass it, put up tarps, paint tarps, plastic that shields the, the boards from getting shorted out. But water is now accumulating in the tarps as the roof is leaking. By the way, let me stop you. I remember literally being behind the board and picture a, a tarp full of water 18 18 gallons of water hanging over over your head head. like the sword of damocles right i would have to a lunch not what's the word i'm hunched down to not stand up and hit this big giant balloon of water go ahead right they they then used um packing tape clear packing tape to tape over the outlets because they were afraid that the water would cascade into those causing a severe electrical short and maybe a fire. I didn't call OSHA right away. I waited a day or two or three. I forget how long it was. Am I right, Jay? But it was clear. It was it was a work hazard. It was clear and- that it was clear that management was half-assing this. They didn't treat it urgently because they didn't give a fuck. And they weren't the ones working under it. Only the people on air were. And so I dropped a dime on my own employer called Maryland OSHA, the Office of Safety and Hazard, whatever OSHA stands for. And they come in. They come in like the next day. And as soon as they came in, there was a buzz in the building like, oh, no, who called OSHA? And I'm like sitting in my office going. (laughs) Now, now, the reason I bring that up is you are, if you feel wronged, you will go to the authorities. That's what I mean. So this chick should tread lightly because I well, hope you wrote her. I hope you wrote her tag down. Yeah. Well, there's 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 a bit more to explain about that in just a second. But back to this. So I called OSHA. They come in, clipboards, official jackets. They're taking notes and everything. I'm thinking we got the day off tomorrow. They're shutting this place down. They're taking one look, right? And they're going, this is, you can't have people working around electronics here. Are you fucking crazy? You're down until that roof is fixed. Instead, they just wrote a ticket and they said, yeah, put a few more, uh, you know, plastic covers over the outlets and make sure you put up a few more tarps and get it fixed as soon as you can. And then left. And I was so- stunned. You were stunned. Everyone was stunned that essentially OSHA wasn't worth fucking shit. When it came to fixing the problem, I bet you they got some tickets or something out of that. I don't know, but it was a real, it was an interesting life lesson of. It was a clusterfuck. It yeah, worked in the clusterfuck. It, it was. It was. It was a lesson in how you know, oftentimes the bureaucracy is not going to save you. The bureaucracy. Right. They had one job, which was to investigate dangerous work environments. They were shown a dangerous work environment, Jay, and what did they do? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing is right. So back to the girl. It, I was wrong because I shouldn't have been standing 
in that hashed out space. I agree that I was in the wrong. But she was not impacted by it because she was able to park her car without any delay in the spot next to me. And while she could have said politely, you know, I think you should probably move in case somebody comes up. Like that would have been, I would have been okay with that entirely. If she had at least assumed decency on my part. Like she didn't assume I was decent at all. She looked at me like I was a fucking monster. And knowing how millennials think, I guarantee, Jay, she looked at me as a middle-aged white male and said, oh, look at him using his privilege. White, oh, yes, your white privilege, yes. And now she's going to strike out and, and, and enjoy a blow for righteousness. But as I told my daughter, and nothing came of it because I said, I don't need this, I don't need this problem on a Saturday because had I confronted her, who knows what she would have accused me of, right? Oh, my God. She might have said he was jacking off in the car next to me. And then the cops would, get called. Now I've got to prove I wasn't, right? You would have been on Channel 7. Possibly. Possibly. Who knows? So anyway, I just I just let it go. Um, because, I, I mean, I was in the wrong. I, I, could have put, I could have parked anywhere else. By the way, I pulled out of that hashed spot. And I go park in a yellow hashed area that said loading zone. <laughs> Oh, that's so much better. Well, I'd get yelled at by some guy in a truck, you know, trying to load up. But I was like, fuck it. I'm not leaving the car. I'm just here waiting for my daughter to get out of the car. The point, though, I I imparted to my daughter was this. I said, listen, you don't know who you are interacting with in public life. They could be reasonable, nice people, or they could be fucking crazy, right? (laughs) I always go for B. Assume crazy. Yes. And you will not find yourself in trouble because I pointed out to my daughter, I said, what if I waited till she went in the school and then when nobody else was looking on a relatively quiet Saturday at the high school, picked up the nearest rock I could find (laughs) and thrown it through a windshield? I was thinking. I I would never, Jay, I would never do that myself. But someone else might. My modus operandi would have been to uh, take a knife and flatten all four of her tires. But everybody's got their own thing. Well, there's that as well. Because that would have been easy to do. That would have been easier and less attention grabbing. Yes. Yes. A little quieter. And that's the only thing that I wanted to impart to my daughter, which is walk gently in the world. First of all, assume the best of people, even when they've committed a small wrong. Like, yes, I committed a small wrong. I was standing idling in a hashed zone, and that's not appropriate. But assume that I'm a good father who's there waiting for his daughter and was not trying to inconvenience anybody, and no real harm was done, right? So don't fire on these people as if they're the devil. That's number one. And number two, don't assume that people are reasonable or that your exchange is going to go well. It really reflected a mindset of I'm coddled, I'm righteous, and nothing bad will ever happen to me. It's the I can exact say whatever I want to say. Right. It's the exact same attitude that got Snooky punched off a bar stool in season one <laughs> yeah. of Jersey Shore. Which is it, it, it's uh Tyson uh 
uh, Evander Holyfield. Oh God! And the guy who hit Snooky, the three best punches ever okay. in the history of the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> I certainly don't condone that, but it's just one of those things <laughs> where you you gotta watch where you're going. In 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 the old West, you didn't. You're careful who you looked at when you walked through a saloon, right? Because you might get you got you got to get that gun out quick. <laughs> yeah, the consequence could be a Colt forty five round right through the eye. <laughs> We've come a long way from that, and I'm not saying we. I want to go back to that having to live on edge with every interaction in public, but to a certain degree, be careful. And and I find myself this way too as an adult with other adults. I once slammed the back of a cab car at National Airport that I thought was backing up and about to hit my car. And the cabbie gets out, and he was ready to rumble, and it almost escalated too quickly. And afterwards, with my heartbeat going 206 beats per second or minute, I said to myself, that was fucking dumb because I didn't have to do that. I acted like a fake tough guy. And who knows what kind of shitty day the cabbie was having and whether or not he wanted to get into a rumble with some asshole kid at the at the airport, right? Well, I mean, I mean how old were you when this happened? Because 20 I believe something. there's a cutoff. Oh, I was yeah. in my tw- I was a hot ass. You can't fight in public anymore. Yeah, I was a hot ass twenty year old. But I was yeah. I was yeah, too yeah. too quick to anger. That's for sure. Okay, Kawhi Leonard shot game seven. Go. Oh my god! First of all, I thought I didn't think he had enough time to get it off because he kind of dribbled around a lot, but. Four that, seconds that, is a lot. For, 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 but he, he went from the right all the way around to the True. left in four seconds. And the angle, the angle of difficulty, Joel Embiid on him. There were so many things great with that shot. The bounce, how everybody, it, it looked like a movie when, it, you know, everybody's anticipating the bounce. Right. That was the great. Was, it reminded was, me of it reminded me of two things: one fictional, one real. The real thing was when Tiger chipped in at the Masters. Yes, and it's hanging on the edge, yes. and Tiger gets into a crouch just like Kawhi was in a crouch. Have you seen the still photos of that moment where? Yes, Kawhi. Well, I think it, yes. some teammate and, who was not dressed, not in the game, but suited up, and Joel Embiid are all looking at the rim and the ball incredible moment in sports time. And that was thing one was the tiger shot with him crouching and everything. That was, that was a very interesting parallel. And the second thing I thought of was the ending of happy Gilmore. <laughs> do you, do you re- I know you're about to watch a uh, uh, full metal jacket for the 50th time. Not sure how many times you watch happy Gilmore, but when happy has to chip it, put it through the down tower and the Volkswagen, and it clanks around, and it goes left and right, and all the crowd is going, they're moving their heads left, right. That was like last night. They're like, boom, 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 four bounces and in, and the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> I, thought you were say, I thought you were going to say Teen Wolf, the ending of Teen Wolf. How'd that one end? A foul shot, but it, it blanked around. And went oh, it in. did? Okay. Yeah. Do yeah. you remember... Ralph Sampson's awkward yes, turnaround against the Lakers in the best of three series. It was a mini series, right? 1986, I want to say. It was a, they had like two seconds and they threw it in, and Ralph just grabbed it and threw it behind his back and blink, 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 
good. In. Yeah, best of three back then. So stupid. So I love the best of three miniseries. That you was do? awesome. Yes, I did. Would you put it back in play? I hells yes. For the first I mean, round. For, for the first round to get everything over quicker, wow. too. Wow. What do you mean quicker? Why do you want to rush through this, man? Do you know how long the summer is once basketball's over? Goes on. No, and because on they start training on. camp like a week later, it seems like. Well, I guess now that you're in civilian life, as I like to say, Jay, you're out of the sports talk grind. And it, I don't have to look forward to right. uh, the sports talk grind. It's a very good point. Well, very no, like, like for you now, and this is a wonderful, liberating thing, once the NBA finals are over, and I liken it to the roller coaster that is the sports cycle come clacketing into the you know, to the drop-off station where it's like, oh, that was so much fun. Clack, 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 clack. Okay, everybody, please, please exit to your left, and we will see you starting in September for the NFL. And you're like, wow, that was a, that was a fun roller coaster. Yeah, you got see, baseball. I can watch baseball all year, and I don't know, you're you're a, a fan, but not a fan like I, I know. I can watch baseball all the and love it. But so. it's but it's dead middle. It's dog days of summer baseball that has no leverage or drama. It's just it's there. It's mid season. That's all. But the the for you not in the grind when it when it winds down. You just go have a summer. You watch TV, go to concerts, enjoy your yes. life, which I will be doing. Going to see Chicago Ooh, next month. Where are they yes. playing? They they're playing at uh, Pier Six. It's named something else. But uh, this was a bucket list to see Chicago. I always say that some groups, they they go across, you know, social uh, li- social lines. I think Chicago is one of those groups. Everybody likes Chicago. Chicago's Black, white. There is no, there's no. You should. Lines. You should yeah, like Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Yes. So Kawhi Leonard hits the shot. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid and the Sixers gutted. I love it when Philly gets fucked in the ass. It's always great. That said, how'd you feel about Embiid bawling like a kid afterwards? I, I have no... If you played anything and lost, if you didn't cry inside or cry outside, okay. you really... you really. I remember we had a guy on our team. We, we, we played... Riverdale Baptist. You know that school. I think so. We, uh, uh, it's in, it's in PG County. It's pretty well known. We played them in a, at the time it was a eight. It was an eight overtime game. It was the longest game in Maryland history. Wow! And we lost. And I remember on the bus home bawling. We had a guy on our team and go, eh, I didn't care. And I wanted to choke him to no end. I can't. If you don't cry over sports as a fan or as a player, you have no soul. Well, I think it's a turnaround for Embiid because he was getting killed in the series. For talking about how sick he was, and te- texting his coach nine hours before, I don't think I'm able to play. Is oh, that good or bad? I, I didn't know think. that he did. Yeah, he, nine he hours before Bre- nine. He Jesus. texted Brett Brown. I think it was yeah. game six or game five. And he's like, "I got a stomach bug, coach. I don't know if I'll be able to play." <laughs> Try to find another seven footer with my skill set to replace me. Thank you very much. I should be back in the office by Monday. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Ben can pick up my slack. This ain't no office job, Joel. <laughs> you yeah, are maybe Ben. Maybe Ben will pick up my slack of scoring and rebounding. Yeah. You are one out of one, man. You are a unique individual. I, I would say that I have no problem with him crying. It's nice to know that some NBA players care because Kawhi Leonard, or I'm sorry, jo, uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, 
after getting bounced by the Bucks in five and having Dusted. a shit series individually, said, quote, this is not the time to be upset, unquote. And people are killing Kyrie for that, and they would much prefer guys who ball openly like MB did on the court. Uh-oh, we got barking. Oh, Hold not on my a dogs. Hold on a second. Let's oh, sure how the right tides have turned. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right, All right everybody, calm down. Can you tell Jay I'm at the point now where I don't even edit this shit out of the podcast because A, nobody cares. And why should you? A, nobody cares, and B, with my new show that has started in Milwaukee, some people are saying, for the love of God, Zabe, don't kill yourself. Kill the Zabe cast. And I'm like, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We'll get it in. We'll get it in, but we're going to be a little more efficient and you know less finicky about stuff. So anyway, uh, I'm glad that Embiid cares that much. It's just yes. very it's very unusual because that kind of full heaving crying the <laughs> that's usually reserved for college kids. Am I right? That's very true, but I I, I don't mind because there is crying in baseball. Okay. That brings us to Drake, who will take center stage now in the Eastern uh, Conference Finals. And I fucking once, hate Drake. <laughs> once again, Let's get Jay's take on Drake as a rap artist or hip hop. I don't know hip-hop, the difference. Rap, whatever. My what take, is it? I, I, I he's hip hop, but I hate him. Okay. Too sing songy and too uh, soft for me. He is soft serve ice cream. He is okay. Yeah. What, what's the wrestler? Soft, soft. Yeah. What was soft. That? Uh, yes, that's Drake. Yes. Well, you know why he's soft. Light skinned. Uh, <laughs> he is really he's light skinned I'd have to go get the card of skin tone colors that'd be rude wouldn't it if you go up to Drake and you yes. say hold on hold still and you hold a card next to his face and you compare yes. it to a chart like yeah you're kind of there Clay Thompson not soft though alright well let's focus on Drake for the moment you know <laughs> You know why Drake is soft musically and it's not because of his skin color? It's very simple. Oh, why? Okay. This ought to be great, by the way. You ready? Yes. That's where the money is, Jay. Oh, no, 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 no. That's one. No. Uh, you always, if you can get the ladies loving you, you'll make the most money. That is 100% true. Okay. So he's That's made 100% true. He's made a decision in yes, order to, to maximize. Yes. It's not that there isn't money as well in hardcore gangster rap, right? There is. There is no such thing anymore, by the way. There isn't? Okay. No. What, what is hardcore rap called now? There's no such thing as hardcore rap. It's just hip-hop. That hardcore. Nobody's that making died. hardcore stuff no, anymore. That, that died about 10 years ago. F the po-po this. And all that's all Popping that's, caps and asses that. Uh, nope. All that is done. Got all my it's bitches on my about, dick it's here. It's about doing drugs, meeting girls, and partying. That's okay. all it's about. Yeah. Well, then somebody should jump in that lane and get it started up again. No? Can't do it. No, can't do it anymore. Why? Political correctness? That is a question because, uh, you know what? It's, it's even acceptable now that there are a couple rappers who have said, oh, yeah, I'm gay. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh yeah, uh, little, a uh, little, 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 uh, was it Yachty? Yes. 
came out. Yes. Really? Um, um, the couple, not little Yachty. I'm sorry, not him. Oh, I cannot remember this young man's name. Is it, said, is it fair to say the community still has a ways to go when it comes to gay acceptance? Oh, yes. <laughs> right? But Yeah, but um, it is it, – it, uh, the, the, the artists now are as soft as duck butter. And it's funny because over the weekend, on Friday night, uh, they debuted <laughs> the, the fourth series – of Mike's and Men, Mike's M I C S. It was about the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, oh, they... oh, oh, oh! I'm glad you brought that up. I need to and ask I, you because I, I saw it, and yeah, I said I, I gotta the ask. One. Yeah. It was it was incredible, and I remember seeing the Wu Tang Clan early, like their first tour, off their first album, Enter the Thirty Six Chambers. They came to Hammerjacks, and Hammerjacks, Baltimore, huh? And yeah, and and it was. Like they had 27 people on stage with them, and they literally Holy started one shit. And they literally started one song, and all a bunch of dudes from Baltimore were not having this shit. And the fight was started, and me and my buddy Kyle broke out. Time to go, because <laughs> a straight bullet knows no name. Oh Jesus! So so, yeah, it so was, wait, it was that kind of scene. How many people were in Wu Tang Clan? Well, there's nine Wu-Tang Clan members. Didn't one of the Wu-Tang Clan go fucking crazy? Wasn't oh, there old, some old, old salacious story? Old Dirty Bastard did? Old Dirty Bastard went crazy, yes. What well, happened? he didn't go crazy, but he went to jail over some stuff. He was having a hard time. Eventually died. I think he had a heart attack in the recording studio. Oh, there it is. Yeah, ODB. Old Dirty Bastard. So Wu-Tang Clan is no longer... Oh, no, they still perform. They just—I mean, they still—they're still a group. They just don't perform a lot. Okay. Oh, here's a good one from Heavy.com. Ever been to Heavy.com? Never been to Heavy.com. Uh, Wu Tang Clan members. Who is dead, and who is still alive? <laughs> uh, wait a minute. I think. Well, yeah, ODV is the only one that's dead because you have Raekwon, Ghostface Killer, Rizza Jizza. Method Man, Capadonna, You God, Inspector Deck. Wu Tang also has many affiliates, they say, which receive yes. support, financial or yes. otherwise, from within the group. They're yes. known as Wu Tang Killer Bees, or simply yes. the Killer Bees. Yes. Those affiliates include Killer Priest, Papa Wu, Lord Superb, Young Dirty Bastard. Ooh, Young Dirty Bastard. That's son of ODB. Son. Yes, yes. Yeah. Wow. Wait a minute. How did you come across watching this? I didn't and watch long, it. I didn't watch it. I didn't oh, watch okay. it yet, I but I saw I saw the promos and I'm going to watch it because Jay, you know, I'm as white as Wonder Bread, but <laughs> I am rap curious. I watched what was the movie uh that you that you loved so much about uh East Coast West Coast rap. What was the Oh, what? that Oh, that was the NWA movie. Yes, exactly. Yeah, straight out of content. Straight out of content. Oh, I watched one, it. I watched it, and I loved it. This one will make you ashamed for liking Chopper style if you watch this. Never, go, never. I, yes, uh, I know. No, 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 you'll, no. You'll have white guilt. Chop, chop, Chopper style. style. Love that song. Chop, chop, Chopper style. <laughs> I love that song. I love in the club. I love Jesus. at the Marriott. 
I love drop that kitty down low. I like what I like when it comes to hip hop. You're not going to change my mind. No, sir. Okay. Anyway, watch the, okay. It's a a four part uh, documentary also. Okay. Hey, back to Drake real quick. Have you seen his new airplane? He's got an airplane. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he does. It's a Boeing 767. It is $185 million before customization. It's got Air Drake in gold on the engines. You need to Google this if you got a second right now. I'm I'm Googling now. It it is not a partnership with any airline. It is not a rental. It's not a timeshare. Drake bought a fucking $185 $185 million commercial airliner tricked out inside 30-seat airplane that normally probably carries 150 people minimum, if not more. Fucking yep. amazing. You looking at it right now? Air Drake. I'm Look at, at that right shit, now. will you? Wow. Pretty I impressive. Thought a bo- I Say- thought a boat was a uh, irrational purchase, but... <laughs> This this takes the cake. <laughs> yeah, but this is cooler than a boat, man. Don't you think? I'd rather own no. this. Oh, oh hell yeah! Is it? Wow. <laughs> yeah. See, now you're now you're feeling it. I'm sure a lot doesn't go down inside that plane. Yeah, nothing. Oh, I bet if you blacklighted the inside of that fucking plane, <laughs> you would light up <laughs> like a Christmas tree. <laughs> Uh, I wonder if he'll ever get... You know he's got a big crush on Doris Burke. Well, of course. I've never heard anyone criticize Doris Burke. No, no. He, like, he, no, he has a... Like, he wants to date Doris Burke. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. He has said that. He has <laughs> said that often. Yeah, he says it. You don't is... think it's true? No! Okay. I mean, Doris Burke is a lovely woman. Drake is, whether you like his music or not, a handsome, B young, C rich as fuck. He's not going out with a battle axe like Doris Burke. Did I oh, say that out loud? My, yes, sorry. you did. And I am a fan of Doris Burke. Probably because she can talk basketball. I think that's what it is. All right, she's not a battle axe. No, she's not a battle axe. But, no, not not in the least. But she's fifty three, with two kids. And I, th- that, oh, she's divorced. She's divorced. She's divorced. She's available. She's had sex before. There you go. She's available for Drake if he's serious about it. (laughs) I think Drake is virtue signaling off of that. That's all I'm saying. Back to the plane versus a boat. Jay, I'd way rather have a plane like Air Drake than a boat because it's more. The upkeep alone for that is ridiculous. You don't think boats have upkeep? Upkeep. Oh no, that's why I said that's another irrational upkeep, purchase. I bet I bet boat and plane upkeep is equal. But you know what? I bet you boat is worth now to think about it because you can only use a boat three months out of the year, right? In these parts, in these parts. Not only can you only use a boat a couple times a year, but you really—I mean—you can close some business on it. An airplane would be a write-off. It's a write-off, Jerry. And it's so convenient when you're flying around the world. You go anywhere in the world in the, most, in the most luxurious setting ever. I'd so get a plane that, a million times. 
like doing two shows to buy a plane? No, in fact, I'm not only not buying a plane, I think I'm selling my mower and getting out of the mowing <laughs> business entirely. And have somebody else do it. Well, I've had pros do it the last two weeks. And as I and said, it, it was glorious. There you go. It's, not it's only like it's like painting. Right. You talk me out of doing that dumb thing ever again. Right. And so and so I sit there and I go, Well, there's three hours of my day I didn't have to worry about. I could be golfing. Which I did do over the weekend. And on there top you go. On top of that, Jay, I, I've now realized as I've decided to go with these guys for the summer, I realized how much of my week was consumed thinking about when am I going to mow? Oh my God, I've got to get out there and mow. Oh, I got half of it done. I've got to get the other half tomorrow. It dominated my my brain cycles during the week trying to figure out when am I going to get this done. Now, Wait. Now to me mentally, my week opens up in a yawning ocean of possibilities. Well, there was something else, though, about that that is bad for you. Now, you have two lovely daughters. Think about if you had two big strapping sons. Oh, they they'd be doing mowing. it already. Yeah, right, and you would think differently about that. So yeah, I would. But, but, but to bounce around on 10 acres of field grass on a zero turn, not good for your back, number one. Number two... I might have gotten bronchitis from doing it because of all the shit in the air. Even though I wear a full mask and breather, you're kicking up a ton of grass, a ton of dust, pollen, you name it. So fuck it. I think I'm out of it. So I, I might sell my mower. Like I might burn the boats, as they say in military parlance. <laughs> burn the boats. And then I can't go back to mowing it myself. I ain't got no I ain't got no mower. Oh. <laughs> all right. Let's uh <laughs> let's move on. Did you see the Porzingis story? That was glorious. Bro, did you see the hot chicks he was with? I did not. I need to look those up. For those that yeah, don't know, bro. Chris Depp's Porzingis, former New York Knickerbocker, back home in his native Latvia? Yeah, which, by the way, I hear is no great place to be. There's like Latvian gangs and all this stuff well, like that. Back home in Latvia, he's out there partying at a nightclub, ends up getting the shit beat out of him, ripped shirt, black eye, cuts. Apparently, the guys that beat him up were mad. That Porzingis switched teams. Loved it. That as was if, my favorite part of the story. As if the guys who beat him up didn't know, didn't know that he was traded. Traded. He had no choice <laughs> in the matter. <laughs> it's Latvia. You're no longer you lo, no longer Knickerbocker. I buy all this Knickerbocker gear. You pay for it. <laughs> Beat shit out of you, Porzingis. Piece of shit. <laughs> knee injury. I give you knee injury. Allegedly raping girl. Oh, Allegedly. yeah, there's that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, the Lakers coaching debacle has come to an end. They're going to hire Frank Vogel, who's really a second-tier retread at best, and they're going to put Jason Kidd in there. And people are already saying, hmm, how long before yeah. Kidd stabs him in the back and takes the gig? Yeah, Frank Vogel, don't unpack. Yeah. Because as soon as LeBron gets, dis gets disinterested with you, it's going to be Jason Kidd. Who doesn't see that coming? Yeah. Frank Vogel must really need the money. James, this is a right. very this is a very bad situation for him. James Harden, go. Didn't have a bad game seven. Nope. They just they just got beat by a better team. Game six, I mean, by the way. Sorry, game six. They just got, they just got beat by a better team. To me, Harden's 
To me, Harden's a great player who I say you can have him. Great guy, great player, you can have him. I just don't care for him. I don't think you win with him. Oh, no, I hate watching him play basketball. I hate it. He makes me – I hate the whole thing, but the Rockets just got beat by a better team. That's – are you annoyed? Are you annoyed at people in their Game of Thrones talk at this point? You being a guy who doesn't watch the series. Um, it's almost over, I, by the way. So at least you'll get one more I mean, week of this. Shows that I like that people don't like. I okay. can't bitch right. about that. Uh, Bob Kraft's sex tapes. The judge in the case says they are inadmissible, dealing a severe blow to the prosecution. It is now looking likely. That Kraft will beat the charges. But it's out there. It is out there, which is odd, given the fact <clears throat> that he has already apologized, sort of. This is stunning, I think. Question, will Goodell move to punish him if the charges are dropped? Didn't he already punish him once? He's not going to do it again. Okay. Uh, Baltimore Television News. A news anchor, a woman who had been a news anchor in good standing on a television station in Baltimore. Mary Bubala. 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 What are you doing? Mary Mary Bubala. Mary Bubala in an interview after the ouster of your most recent mayor, Mayor Catherine Pugh. Pugh. Because of a scam involving her kid's book that she was selling. To the statewide, Healthy Holly, the statewide uh, insurance conglomerate, total scam to use her office to make money on the side, ousted and ousted properly. The third straight mayor who has been, I guess, ousted under... No. Okay. The last three mayors, though, have all been black women. And One of which is my cousin. Oh, okay. Did, but didn't the last three mayors resign in shame somewhat or somehow? No, she, Sheila Dixon, who uh, was the mayor before my cousin Stephanie Rawlings Blake, yeah. resigned because she was caught stealing gift cards that, that were meant for uh, young children. Oh, my God. Yes. That's Stephanie bad. Just, Stephanie Rawlings just stepped down. Okay. Either way. tired of this crap. Yes. Either way, white anchor Mary Bubbala. Right? Bubala. Yes. Bubala. Yes. In an interview, asked a question of someone on this news panel. The last three mayors have been African-American women. Do you think it's maybe time to have a different type of person was her wording? I don't know exactly what she said. She said it was, do you think it was time to go a different way? That's By right. By the way, I have been saying that for the last 10 years. My But mine was, should we try a new playbook? Can we try that? <laughs> right. Well, sure well, enough. I can say that Mary Bubala can't say that. Sure enough, the outrage, both real and or ginned up, was swift and merciless, and Mary Bubala was gone within a day. Even Worst after thing ever. Even after issuing a groveling apology, saying, "It didn't come out the way I meant it. I'm very sorry. I hope to earn your trust. Sorry, the mob has spoken. You're out." I'm beginning to think when you apologize, it makes it worse. And I'm saying that because what I witnessed this year in session, we had two legislators do two horrific things. Neither of them apologized. Yeah, how about, how about the white legislator out- yeah. who's still Boom. there? 
there's a white legislator who's still there, and there's a he's either Indian or Pakistan. He's somewhere from the Middle East. He instructed one day one of his staff people to stand on top of a desk and say ten times, "I'm an incompetent moron." Oh Jesus! And he did not get fired. He just got a stern talking to by the legislature. But he, I didn't see this guy for like three days. So I'm beginning to think when you apologize, it makes it worse for you. Just don't say anything and don't show up for work. It does make it worse. Well, I don't know if it makes it worse. I know this. It doesn't make it better. An apology has never saved anybody, to my knowledge, in one of these these PC kerfuffles. And media members have zero protection whatsoever. Media companies will always err on the side of just throw them out the window. It doesn't matter. We don't need to deal with this. We're moving on. Politicians, though, politicians, though, can entrench themselves more and use the Ralph Northam playbook. It's just insane that we have, well, and we didn't get to this, the Cub fan who was banned from Wrigley for the, uh, the circle gesture, which, I mean, it started as a prank on 4chan that that meant white supremacy. Others say it's the circle game, which has been played by juveniles for time immemorial. We are banning we are banning fans from Wrigley for life over a hand gesture, and yet the the governor of Virginia dressed in a Klan outfit, and he is still governor. When it, it was like well, the the governor of Virginia, the lieutenant governor got caught up in something, and rape accusations, DA, right? And the DA got caught up in something. And yet and they're all still yes. And you've got Baltimore mayors one after another scamming, scheming, doing all kinds of bad stuff and then the minute a white female anchor gets one foot loose on the phrasing of a question off with her head. It's almost like our society is only dealing with the most superficial, symbolic and easy things to pretend that we're being righteous. It's it's a, it's a, it's as if you don't want to hear the truth, and I'm sorry. She's I mean, she could have phrased it. No, so you think? Phrase it any other way. Do you, no, do you think? No do you think? Way. Do you think there is a problem with the sort of the template of an African American woman as the mayor of the city? No, no, no. The problem is with the machine in Baltimore. Is just they need, as I said, they need to tear it down and start all over. But they won't because. The guy they have in charge now, who is—I think—if you've been a politician for over ten years, you should be kicked out okay. because you—you you, you have no new ideas, and I'm sure you've lost your love for whatever. You're just doing it for the money grab now. The guy they have in there now has been there like twenty years, and what have you accomplished? Yeah. Eh, nothing. <laughs> there's plenty of corrupt males, and there's plenty of corrupt white males as yes. well i'm not sure yes. it's specifically a black woman problem but you certainly can't say that not if you're white okay no, you can't no. all right axe handle bats where do you stand on this chris bryant changed to an axe handle bat which has a sort of a square knob that's angled on the end of it like the end of a of an axe handle are you okay with it. this i'm a skinny handle guy i don't know how he, i gotta i have to try that i'm a i'm a i like the uh, i think it the, should the i think it should handle. i think it should be illegal frankly why because it's easier to hold. It's easier to flick at the end of your stroke and retain control because of how it sits in your hand. That's why they make axe handles now with that grip. Should be illegal. How do you feel about the color pink like they used on Mother's Day all over Major League Baseball? I like it for that one day. 
Okay. I, Isn't I, it for breast cancer? It, for it breast is for cancer breast cancer awareness? as well. Yeah. I tolerate it because of the cause, but just in general, pink is nails on a chalkboard to me as a color. I just don't like it. Some so people love the pink. They rock the pink. They're all about the pink. They're secure in their manhood. They can wear pink. Me, I don't like pink. I don't like purple. Sorry. I pink. Purple oh, is purple is pink swishy cousin in the color family, and I'm not a fan <laughs> of either. I'd finally, Doris Day died at 97. If you Google search some of her pictures from back in the day, she was pretty damn hot. I is remember it, one of the first movies I ever saw on, and you and you like I grew up in an age where in the summer you had your one channel that showed a one o'clock movie. I believe the name of the movie was With Six You Get Egg Roll. Yes! That's the weirdest title ever. That was her last movie. Oh, she was, it was like a, a combined family. And I was like, well, because she was, and she also did a movie where the Yankees were in it. Like, the Yankees with like Roger Maris, Mickey Mantle, Yogi Bear, Rock Hudson. She did pillow did pillow talk with Rock Hudson, and uh, she she had been, she had stayed friends with Rock Hudson when he developed AIDS, and that earned her big points in the gay community. She was a big deal in the sixties. Yeah, but she quit Hollywood because she saw it was getting racier, and she was of a different age of values, and didn't want to go that route, and so she said, "I'll just." Take my acting and my beautiful face and retired. Lived to 97 years old. Question, Jay. Is it wrong? Is it wrong to Google search hot stars of the 40s and jerk off to them? I'll I'll hang up and list your answer off the air. (laughs) No? You're mine. If if we could ever put a picture into your mind, I it would have to be on a spice channel. That is (laughs) Uh, I don't think I've ever thought about Doris Day like that. And now I'm going to Google a picture of Doris. Is there a Doris Day bikini shot? I'm sure it is. Uh, it has it, to be. It, it might be the equivalent of a 40s burkini where pretty much everything, <laughs> <laughs> everything is covered up. Okay, time for Fuck That Guy. Then we are out of here. Here's the music. Stand by, Jay. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Okay, who deserves it this week in your mind? Uh, every fan calling, saying that the Rockets choked. I'm so, I'm tired of hearing that. The Rockets okay. got beat by a better team. I heard that a lot. The Rockets choked. Harden choked. Blah, 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 choked. D'Antonio choked. No, they just keep, got beat by a better team. You know, usually one team wins, one team loses. That's how sports goes. I'm tired of the word choke. I, I heard so many people on all these talk shows. I heard Stephen A. Smith use the word choke. There's no, no, nobody choked. They just got <laughs> beat by a better team. All right. So for everyone who uses choke incorrectly in sports, because a yeah. choke is when you are on the cusp of certain victory. Jean Valdebet. Right. Bell. Vandeville. Jean Valdebet. That's right. a choke. Right. The, the Atlanta Falcons against the Patriots choked. choked. Yes. Right. The Warriors up three games to one that year. Choked. Choked. The Rockets just weren't the better team, and they got beat. Exactly. So everyone who uses choke incorrectly, fuck that that guy. guy. All right. Here are my my runner this week uh, goes to uh, ESPN anchor. Oh, not Neil Everett. 
but there's another black anchor on the West Coast. Stan Verrett? No, not Stan Verrett. But he uh, he he gave out Game of Thrones spoilers while doing the NBA recap of the Raptors and the Sixers, and everybody watching on the West Coast uh, did not had not seen the episode at that point because they don't show it out west until nine o'clock out west. That guy, I think, should be suspended. I've been told that that's a bit harsh. But that's just how I feel. Uh, his you name is really Michael. E- into that show. Michael Eaves. Michael Eaves. Oh, I do know who he is. Yes. Yeah. Don't don't do that, Michael Eaves. Just give the basketball scores, man. Stay in your lane. So he's my runner-up this week. Who gets the fuck that guy? None other than Jussie Smollett, who I think is responsible for Empire getting canceled as a show. You'll they'll never blame it on him, but trust me, what he did complicated things badly. So for all the people on that show that wanted to do another season or two, way to go, Jussie. Once again, fuck that guy. Had to go mess it up for everybody. Thank you. Just my theory. Maybe that show was already on its way out. Who knows? Uh, I've watched watched as many uh, Empire episodes as I have Game of Thrones. Yeah. Zero. Uh, do you know, have you ever heard of the term renanceled? No. <laughs> it's a television term for a show that's been renewed for one last season, but then told, it's that's it. This is all we've got. So it's canceled and renewed at the same time. It's a term called renanceled. First okay. time I've ever heard of it. I love that. All right, Jay, that's it for us today. Thanks, brother. We'll talk to you next week. Get better, Zane. See ya. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancer Screen Info dot com.